Welcome to Insights, a podcast from Haley Marketing built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. Whether we're talking about marketing trends or what's working right now for staffing and recruiting firms across North America, we're here to share our insights on how you can stand out, stay top of mind, and sell more. Let's get to the show. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, welcome to the holiday season, bud. It is upon us. Yeah, we're right in the middle of it. Um, right in the thick of it. Christmas, if you celebrate, is very close. Hanukkah is close. Festivus is close. It snuck up on me this year. Um, it, and I know I got a, I got a, a, a young uh, child at home, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe like my days just blur together. Mm-hmm. I don't have my Christmas lights up yet. Oh. That's happening this weekend. I know it snuck up on me and I know you're going to say, Oh dude, it's the same day every year. No, I'm not going to say that. It snuck up on me. It snuck up on me. I think the weather in the Northeast, I mean, we had a huge storm, which everybody in the country knew about, but then it hasn't really been wintry here. It's been now. 45 and blah here. So it doesn't feel like December in a typical Western New York uh, climate. It just feels like yep. this weird. Fall. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. like a, a cold early November rain. There's a song about that. I think, um, mm-hmm. So that's why I think you aren't in the space. I'm not going to be the guy that says, "Yeah, Brad, December 25th happens." December 20. No, it. it I hate that. I hate people. I I I hate people like that. Hate's a strong word, but here we it are. Is, but I I don't like people like that. Okay, that's all right. Um, but yeah, I think the holiday season, you know, it it's coming. Hope you got your presents in soon. Prime will help with that if you don't. But oh, um, we're good on that front. The house yeah. is decorated. Like okay. the presents are ordered. We're good to go there. Okay, it's just my lights on my two-story house that scares me to get up there with a ladder. We're going to do it this weekend. You know, you'll tie it into the old Biley household. So let's do that and uh, enjoy the holiday season. Enjoy it, man. We got one more show to wrap out 2022. Uh, probably do a best of show like we've done in the past. I love those. I have a lot of fun with those. Heck, maybe maybe we'll even go to the office and record it in person. Maybe have some uh, eggnog together or something. But uh, Matt, yeah, probably not. I don't like eggnog too much. And I don't really drink anymore. So yeah, we'll have a glass of water together. Um, but Matt, enough rambling, enough, enough witty banter to kick off the show, man. What do you say? Let's get to it. Let's go. Matt, I don't understand why you would think to cut on marketing during a recession or when times get tough. We've talked about it in consulting class. We've talked about it as a team. Our leadership team has talked about how there's this looming recession coming, right? And, and I know as a, as a business, we're thinking about how to recession-proof the organization, right? Or, or just not participate, as we typically say. And I know you've said on Insights before, and as we said on Lunch with Haley's before, I know economists are saying, oh, there's a recession coming. And I know, Matt, I know I don't know a lot about that. I know exactly the lane that I stay in and where it comes to, is this a recession? Is it not a recession? I'm going to be fully honest, man, hand up. I don't know. But what I do know is that I cannot wrap my head around when times get tough for an organization, whether it's a recession or just business is slow because it's not peak production season, or just when the going gets tough, why you would think to cut your marketing. I cannot get there. Can you? I don't know if I can, but it's interesting because I think Brad and I are really, really, really trying not to think of this as people who work at a marketing agency. We're trying to think of it as bread staffing agency, job orders are down a little bit. You know, we might not have met the goals. So the first thing, maybe not the first thing, one of the first things we're going to cut is marketing because we just view it 
as an, an expense that isn't vital to the core of the business. It's really interesting for that mindset. I'm trying to put myself in the in the shoes of the business owner who, if times get tough, they might have to like literally just be struggling to pay bills. That's a little different. But like, if it's a little challenging, like, okay, we aren't meeting our goals. We're going to we're going to spend less on something. We're going to spend less money on tactics that showcase our business, that get our business in front of more people. So basically, we're struggling. We're going to spend less money on getting in front of people who could spend money with us. That's the challenge I think Brad and I are trying to get to. I'm even taking myself away from staffing. Yes. If it's just like Brad's pizzeria, right? Or Brad's sub shop, whatever it might be. If I'm struggling to get customers through the front door, if I know there's a competitor down the street who makes an adequate pizza and I drive by every day at three or whatever it is because I'm doing some recon and I see that they're doing well over there, why aren't people coming to Brad's sub shop? Well, then I need to do more marketing. I need to sell the value of coming to my sub shop instead of Matt's sub shop. I need to, in, in fact, double down on that marketing, right? And I know that might actually be a good analogy because I know everyone listening, you do that recon. You you try to see what your competitors are doing. You try to look at their career portals or their job boards, or you see what they're doing on social to see sort of, oh, how's business? Are they posting jobs? Are they not? What's going on? So if you think through it and remove yourself from staffing and just think about having a pizzeria or a sub shop or a bicycle shop, whatever it might be, if business is going red, right? You're trending in the wrong direction. Wouldn't you want to double down on marketing to get more business through that door to, to, to sell more pizzas, to sell more bicycles? Why are we then not doing that for staffing? If we're not getting candidates or we're not getting job orders, why would the solution be to pull back and potentially get less of that less? There's a lot here. I think you're on the right track. Unpack it then. Is it core to the staffing industry that just marketing is a bad expense? I know you said take it out of it. You know, even recruiting expense is getting pulled back a little bit because job orders are down. But then I think about that. And as you were talking, if if my competitors are going to pull back, and that's not what you said, but if people in staffing are going to pull back, it could be the perfect time to zig when they're zagging. Sure. Absolutely. If if you are if you're going down the road and you see that there's no business at your competitor's door, right? And you sell pizzas and you're looking at their shop every day and there's nobody in there. And, and the owner is outside maybe having a smoke break and just kind of relaxing and you you can perceptively see that they don't have business, that is a great time to double down when you know things are good at, at your organization a thousand percent. And it doesn't have to be spend a ton more. It could be spend smarter. There's so many ways Haley Marketing can do that. We'll talk about that in segment three. It's It's just so interesting that that's the mindset. And I think that's what Brad and I wanted to do with this segment is just a Hopefully, I mean, people have ideas. Feel free. Let us know. LinkedIn, email, you know how to find us. Um, but that's just where we're we're coming to is the balancing, you know, the outward mindset, right? I know it's going to be tough for recruitment. It sounds like in some industries coming up. We're seeing signs. But the the idea to to stop spending on something that could help me overcome that, that balance seems so tricky and just the decision is counter to how I would run a business, but also I'm not a CFO looking at bottom line. So that's what Brad and I are trying to to figure out. Yeah. And and you know, maybe it's tough to pay the bills. I get that. So then I think it comes down to okay, well, what can we do ourselves or what can we do and manage as a team internally? It might come down to talking to your partners and talking to vendors and talking to people who are trying to help you. 
into what sort of like payment plan you can get on maybe, right? If, if times are tough now, but we think we can help generate some business to, to swing that around. I know people want to help, right? Um, maybe it's thinking through, okay, well, how can we pivot strategies? And if we were doing X, how can we do Y? But I can't get my head around why we would just want to cut completely. And, and I say that not only, again, as Matt alluded to, as someone who eats, sleeps, and breathes marketing every single day, truly, Matt, from the time I wake up at five until the time I go to bed, it is on my mind one way or another, right? If it's, if it's not working, it's thinking through things for lacrosse that I'm affiliated with, or it's thinking through just looking at rock star marketing ideas. I know, Matt, I text you things all the time. I saw a, a bumper sticker or something at a gas station once and I sent you a picture of it. Like It just never leaves my mind and I get that, right? But I think where I want to try to bring that to our listeners is we live it. So we want to stress why you need to live it as well. And that doesn't necessarily mean, and I know I'm talking kind of a circle, Max. I'm trying to get back to the point that I wanted to make. That doesn't mean that you need to eat, sleep, and breathe marketing. It means you need to be smarter with your marketing. It means you need to know the ROI of every single initiative that you're doing. If it truly is difficult to spend $1,000 a month on marketing, if that hurts you, well, then you're not seeing the perceived value in that $1,000. But Matt, if I told you, hey, bud, give me $100 on the first of the month, and at the end of the month, I'm going to give you two grand, you'd write that check every day, every first of the month. I would too. I'll tell you, Matt, looking at my stocks, man, I'm writing the wrong checks right now. But my marketing stock, man, I would cut that $100 check every first of the month. And I think that's where a lot of businesses need to flip their mindset is it's not that I'm cutting a $1,000 check just to do stuff, right? I'm not just posting on social. I'm not just doing stuff. I'm not just posting jobs on Indeed. I'm cutting a $1,000 check and I'm just using a a made up number. Whatever you spend is what you spend. I'm cutting a $1,000 check to generate what? And then if you're not getting that return, absolutely quit. And I'll be the first to tell you to quit. But if you're cutting a $100 check and you're getting two grand at the end of the month, well, then I would invest 200 next month and I'd go 300 the month after that. Because if you're getting that ROI, marketing's an investment and it's a good one. You said where I was getting to, it's, I feel like you got to believe in it. And sure. it's easy to cut if you don't believe in it or sure. not directly tying the ROI to that expense. So that's where you, know, you really got to look at you know, what's it bringing us in terms of business growth or how's it going to help us in good times and bad times and and understand there's a lot of research out there also that shows when when you kind of be struggling a little bit, the companies that spend more on marketing yeah. do better. And this is not Haley marketing research. This is big time publication research, like national, international organizations. Yeah. I love that thought, right? So let me kind of tie this back to to pizzerias, right? So my wife and I, we moved probably four years ago. Local pizzeria, they must get updates of new housing or whatever mm. it is because they sent us a, hey, come in for a free pie. Great. That's a promotion. That is promotional marketing to get me into the door. Their pizza stunk, right? So we haven't gone back. But they're invested in the methodology of getting people through the door, right? And and the thought here is they believe in that. And like Matt's saying, do you believe in the marketing that you're doing or are you doing social media because you know you need to be on Facebook or you you think you need to be on Facebook or you know like, oh shoot, my competitor is doing this, so I need to do it? Or do you fundamentally to your core believe in the marketing that you're running? Do you believe that the $100 check that you're cutting on the first of the month is generating you $1,000 at the end of the month? Do you in your core believe that? 
or are you just doing marketing nonsense? Because I'll speak for Matt here. We'll be the first to tell you that you should absolutely cancel or quit what you're doing from your marketing standpoint if you don't fundamentally believe in it. And and Matt, I I we got there, man. Mm-hmm. We got there. You know why you would cut back on your marketing during hard times? I think it comes down to not believing in it, possibly not understanding it, not having a core quantifiable. What am I getting from it? Um. But if you have all those things and you know those things, well, then, gosh, you want to double down on it. And, and you know, to, to bring it back full circle, you know, to, to Brad's Pizzeria, if we're not getting people in the front door, but you're driving down the street and you're seeing other people at other pizzerias, it's not that Buffalo, New York no longer wants pizza. It's not that Buffalo, New York no, no longer wants a job, right? It's just that they're going somewhere else. They're going where that marketing is driving them and they're going where they feel at home. Matt, let's talk about target audience. We have talked about target audience quite a few times on Insights. As we look at 2023, as we look at coming up on a new year, I think it's a good refresher of a segment. And that's why I wanted to talk about it again and why I pitched it to you in our production notes here. When we think about target audience, friends, every single one of you need to know exactly who you're speaking to every single time you create some sort of marketing. What I mean by that, whether it's a social post, an email, PPC ad, a direct mail, whatever it is, If you're talking to nurses and you're talking to executives or you're talking to welders or you're talking to plumbers or you're talking to pizzeria owners, those are all very, very distinct people with very specific needs, challenges, and and demographics, right? That messaging for them is drastically different. Matt, I'm fearful as I go out and speak at different associations and conferences and I meet different people. I'm fearful that our marketing that we're seeing throughout the industry is just getting pushed. And and this comes from meeting thousands of people and talking about marketing. I'm not sure that we have target audience lasered in so that the messaging is, what is the core challenge of our ends in Buffalo, New York right now? And how is our staffing firm going to solve that challenge? What do you think? I think that takes work. Um, It definitely takes some research to figure out what registered nurses in Buffalo, New York want or accounts in Chicago, whatever. It's it's interesting. And it's unfortunately the first thing you when you say that, the connecting segment one here, if it's if it's economic downturn, people might be chasing sure. and trying to find it. Oh, healthcare never does poor rarely does poorly. I'm a light industrial firm. I can get a healthcare order. Then you're you really you're digging into a new market. You don't know what they want. You don't know what your core market wants. It could be messy. So you really got to understand what your target audience wants. You really have to understand where they're spending time, the content they yeah. want, how easy it is, and and double down on that. It's you know nurses more than like the example you shared more than likely pay and shift. Yeah, that'd be my guess. That's it. Be a great research, but. I'll tell you. Isn't that all everyone wants? Well, yes and no, but not to, not to talk in generalities, right? But isn't sure. pay like I know we say like, oh, there's so many more benefits than pay. Yeah, but I mean, there's also a reason travel nursing went through the roof during COVID. The reason I went with that with nursing is when looking at job advertisements across all industries, you see the lowest conversion rates in nursing healthcare, which means the the lowest percentage of clicks leads to applications. My guess, there's a lot of nurses excuse me, there aren't a lot of nurses and there's a lot of jobs. So they can be window shopping and really particular about what they want. What are they going to look at? Those two areas. Benefits could be important. 
I'm sure facility is, but more than likely, is this a 12-hour shift, 10-hour shift, which days, which shift, what's the pay, what's the shift differential, all that information. So I think knowing really what your target audience wants, that gets them, that's ADA model, Haley Marketing, right? Awareness and interest, desire, we're getting there. And then what gets them, you know, at the end, it's, it's, that's what I think really knowing what your target audience wants. And then once you get the leads, let your team do what it does. I'm going to take you on a tangent here real quick. Yeah. Do you think employees right now are taking more of a risk on themselves and taking a chance on themselves? Like I know we were talking about Aaron Judge yesterday, right? Guy was offered 230. Yeah. Had a heck of a season. Said no to the contract. Had a heck of a season. Now he's getting paid two, uh, 360. He's basically got a 100% increase. Right. Do you think that nurses and individuals who are specialized are shopping around? I know you mentioned shopping and trying different things. Am I stretching there? Or do you think that individuals in that skilled spot, that that skilled labor market are taking a shot on themselves and saying, listen, I'll go to Matt's staffing firm and make 10 bucks an hour. Suit just easy math, right? But I'll also take a shot on myself and go to Brad's staffing firm and make 11 an hour. Or I'll go, right? And obviously insert salary here. I'm just easy numbers. You think you're seeing more of that as more people are applying and kind of shifting around or are we past that? I think it's very industry dependent. Okay. Because amount of jobs. Sure. Um, it feels like professional level jobs are probably less of that right now. But also I heard from, we were talking to a client, um, one of our program clients, and he said in the last few months, there are fewer, and this is just one client, fewer industrial manufacturing, traditional staffing jobs, the candidates, the employees there, there's fewer of them jumping for 25 cents, 50 cents an hour. Interesting. So that is interesting because a yeah. year or two ago- The exact opposite. Correct. A lot of musical chairs. So mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to bet on themselves as much right now. I don't know what you mean by bet on yourselves. Like, What's the example? Like, If Matt wants to leave Haley Marketing to go somewhere else, I want to stay here and hope in two years I'm worth even more. I guess that, right? Because I, I guess, I mean, I, obviously most jobs don't have a situation where if you perform well, you're going to get a 100% increase. Rob, I'm not like, unless you're a salesman. Most, most, right. Most jobs do not have that sort of uh, pay threshold, but it, it was just something you said that kind of struck me on a, on a tangent there. And I know we got away from target audience. I was just thinking maybe that medical industry is, is taking more of a shot on themselves, but I, I guess to your point, um, you're not seeing that as much anymore. I don't think people are moving around as much right now. Yeah. That's good to know though. Right. And I think what that mm-hmm. means for, um, staffing and recruiting firm owners is you need to pay attention to the people that you are placing maintain relationships, maintain your your candidate database. Because if, if people aren't jumping job to job to job, okay, well, let's nurture the relationships so we can develop a, a strong relationship with them. So that when they do look in a year or whatever it might be, they know to come back home. What's really challenging, and this is a little, we're going off segment a little bit, but I think it's going to work, is what we are hearing a lot of, and you're talking about target audience, Mad Staffing Agency has the temporary employee, the temp to hire employee, getting hired by Brad's company. Brad's company is not coming back with job orders. So now my target audience is really interesting because I'm not getting as many orders. I'm getting, I'm placing people to work. So how do you navigate that with your marketing, with your recruiting of, Hey, I'm going to get you a new job, but then I'm going to have more job orders. So it's, we're, we're a little, 
I'm a little unfocused here on this segment, but I think it, it's interesting. And what we're hearing with your target audience is they're getting snapped up by your your clients. So what can you do there? Um, but also, I don't think people are jumping around just for the sake of jumping around. And I'm okay getting jumbled up in the segment a little bit. I think we have uh, historically pretty solid structure to the show where we talk about three segments. I, I would actually like a little bit more just candid conversation with you. Uh, I, I miss that from when we were in the office, right? I don't get to have just a, a common conversation with uh, Matt too often. But, you know, Matt, and just to kind of loop it up, man, I think when it comes to target audience, I would challenge you as you're listening to this show and we're wrapping up the year and you're thinking about 2023, laser in on who that target candidate is. And I know we can't get into protected classes. I know we can't get into age or demo or things like that. But if you're placing welders, who is the, or I guess what, I, I, I hate to say what is the ideal candidate, but we can't say like who, right? Like what does the ideal candidate look like? And once you paint that picture, it's easier for your messaging from your marketing to know if it's on on or off track because we need to know if it reaches who that or what that target candidate is. I'm struggling with how to frame that. But we need to do that. And if if when you're starting to post something, you're starting to publish something, the the the, the target demo that you crafted, that that entity, right? That target candidate that you built and constructed, if it wouldn't speak to that individual, well then don't post it because it's not aligned with what you're trying to do. I think I have what you're going to need. You need your NPCs. Yeah. You need your most placeable candidates. You're going to have them, recruit them. Right. Even if there's not job orders, skill market them. Absolutely. People want to top grade, especially in a in a down, yep. down cycle of the economy. So that could be where the target audience and this marketing comes into play. And the ideal candidate is someone with these skills as a welder. Yep. It could be a pipe fitter. It could be a class A driver, whatever. Find them, skill market to them, and then with your take your NPCs to your clients or to prospects with your new business marketing, and 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 work that angle. Absolutely, Matt. Absolutely, and and even just a little bit more, and not just be like one up you on one more thing, but I think mm-hmm. you look at who those NPCs are, what makes them NPCs, and go find more of them. Right, that's your target yes. audience. So if I know Matt Lozar is a most placeable candidate in my database, okay. Why? What makes Matt unique? What makes him that NPC? Okay, now go find more of that person. And it might not be Matt Lozar because he's an absolute all-star, but okay, how can we get pretty darn close to that person? Matt, it's the giving season. And as a result of that, we at Haley Marketing have three resources that we want to give you absolutely free. We want you to check these out by the end of the year. So Matt, let's go through a couple of them. Uh, Maybe I'll take the first one. We'll bounce it over to you. But friends, just for listening to the show, sticking with us for as long as you have. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. I know Matt can't thank you enough. We we get on this podcast every other week. We share our thoughts. We share our ideas. Some of them are good. Some of them, uh, we dance around the topic. We dance around the segment because we can't formulate a sentence some days, but you stick with us. And we are forever grateful for that. We reached 100 episodes this year. This time next year, we'll be around 120 or 130. Uh, it's been a absolute heck of a journey. And I am uh, super grateful for Matt for being along that journey and super grateful for Haley Marketing for keeping us on the air here. But friends, again, holiday season, we're going to give you three resources here to check out. They're completely free. And we hope that you do check them out by the end of the year, but even check them out into 2023 and share them with colleagues, share them with team members. The first, Lunch with Haley. If you are unfamiliar with Lunch with Haley, that is our monthly webinar series that we host at Haley Marketing completely free. 
once a month, somebody from our team or an industry leader, an industry thought leader shares their our insights for anybody who wants to join. They're usually broadcast over Zoom. You can sign up for completely free. It costs absolutely nothing. And it is packed with information. I was telling Matt the other day that most webinars or most podcasts or or teachable, I guess, moments that I might have throughout my year, I usually listen while I work. Lunch with Haley is the one event every single month that I just block out the entire hour for and just listen and take notes. And, and that's not to say that the other resources at Haley Marketing or other webinars, whatever, aren't valuable. I just typically shoot off emails or I help team members or whatever it is while that's happening. And I kind of listen while I work. Lunch with Haley is the one event every single month that I block out my calendar and just watch. So friends, if you go to lunchwithhaley.com and you click on webinars on demand, we're going to give you every single webinar that we've ever recorded completely free. And you can watch those. You can share them with your friends. You can share them with colleagues. You can share them with new team members. Maybe you're listening to this and you're a business owner and you own a staffing or recruiting firm and you have a bunch of new team members who aren't familiar with the industry. Send them this as a part of their onboarding. Tell them, you know, every other day, you're just going to listen to a lunch with Haley while you work or block out one hour a week and just watch one of these. Share it with older, more um, senior, not older, more senior team members as refreshers. Also on lunchwithhaley.com, that's webinars on demand, but also on lunchwithhaley.com, you can sign up for upcoming webinars. We have one on December 8th. If you don't get to this podcast in time and you need to watch it on demand, that's fine. But every single month, if you visit lunchwithhaley.com, you'll see what webinars are coming up so that you can watch them live. You can ask our presenters questions. You can get involved in the conversation. Again, friends, I cannot tell you how much value Lunch with Haley has brought me. And as a result of that, I want to make sure it continues to bring you and others in the industry that value as well. So again, you'll go to lunchwithhaley.com. You can click on webinars on demand, send it to colleagues, send it to team members. Make sure your team is watching it monthly. Make it a part of your your team, right? So they're usually every Thursday around one or two o'clock. Have lunch with Haley. That's why it's called Lunch with Haley. Get a pizza, deliver it to the office, get some Panera. Heck, do what you want to do. I don't care. Bring food, bring snacks, bring popcorn, get some Twizzlers. Have a, have a movie day, but check out Lunch with Haley. Again, lunchwithhaley.com, webinars on demand. Matt, tell our friends about Brain Fuel. Brain Fuel is a really great resource our teams put together at Haley Marketing, haleymarketing.com slash brainfuel, one word. And it's, it's ideas to accelerate growth, help you get job orders filled. And it's a really nice centralized hub of content because it, it looks at recruiting side. It looks at sales side, which is where I've been digging into more because direct recruitment marketing isn't as knowledgeable on the new business sales side. So I'm using that right now for resources. There's ebooks, there's webinars, um, articles. There's there's so much great information on how you can dig into some resources on your own time. It's not video, if video is not your thing, or if you want something different, if you want to dig into the ebooks of Haley Marketing's Essential Guide to Staffing Sales Lead Generation. If you want to look at the Smart Recruiting Checklist, if you want to look at the Smart Automation Checklist, all these different resources. We've been sharing this with our clients. We've been using it internally. It's 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 received really well because it's it's centralized. It's content that's helpful. It's updated. And I think going back to this resource can be can be really helpful for your team. Um, use it in your train boarding. Use it as refreshers. I know Chief Strategy Officer 
Brad Smith here, friend of the show. Friend of the goes show. Goes back to some of the resources on there and reads them all the time. It's It keeps you refreshed. It goes back to our golf days. I know Jack Nicholas talks about he went back and read, I forget which golf book, or he'd read it like every spring. Like one of the greatest golfers of all time. Goes back and reads. They The, the best do that. So we should probably learn from them. And I just compared Brad Smith to Jack Nicholas, not on the golf course, but you know, here we are. You Haleymarketing.com slash brain fuel. It's super helpful. Recruiting side, sales side, centralized. Um, hope you can check it out. I know our team's been sharing it. Pre- if you're listening on the podcast, you might hear for the first time, um, head over to the page and just consume some of the content. It, it, hopefully it's helpful. Speaking of Jack Nicholas, the book Best Seat in the House, uh, written by his son about all the lessons he learned from his dad, probably the best book I ever read. Um, wow. I, it, it, it's up there. It is certainly up there. I, I crushed that book in probably like two or three days. And it's not like golf lessons, but it's all related to golf. Uh, it's called Best Seat in the House. Uh, what's the subtitle on that? 18 Golden Lessons from a Father to a Son. I should probably read it again, Matt. I'll probably lose it. I read this before, Bryce. Um, I'd probably lose it now. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. That's not the subtitle. It's 18 Golden Lessons from a Father Load to, yeah, it is, to a Father to a Son. Um, but yeah, Best Seat in the House. Great, great, great book. Um, definitely, definitely a top five for me. Matt, the last resource that we want to share with everybody, and if you're listening to Insights, you already know. It's the Insights Podcast. You already know. But friends, we have put out 100 and I believe this is 106 episodes. Every single show is three to four segments. Matt and I have worked hours to try to give you as much insight. Our team has worked hours to give you as much insight as absolutely possible throughout your year. Our hope is that if you are new to the show, you go back and listen to old episodes. If you find value in any of those episodes, please share them with newer team members, share them with colleagues, share them with even more senior team members. If there's a, 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 a message that you're trying to convey, right? you're looking at your marketing and we just talked about target audience and you know that your, your marketing is just not hitting the mark when it comes to target audience, find a way to share that with your marketing team. I know that might be a difficult conversation to have, but share it with them. We are here to help. We want to spread this message to as many people as possible. Um, Matt, I'll be honest, man, looking at the data every other week or whatever it is, I, I actually look at it a lot more frequently than that. I'm floored by how many people actually do listen to the show. But friends, we just want to make sure that you are aware if you're newer to the program and you're newer to our programming, there are 106 episodes, I believe, of Insights. We're, 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 we're past 100. Um, it's, it's a little foggy where we're at exactly from 100 because our team helps with post-production. But we are post 100 episodes. Uh, we also have probably 30 or 40 interviews that our co-CEOs used to run as a part of the Secrets of Staffing Success podcast. So you can go back and listen to those. Those are some of my favorite episodes to listen to as well uh, with our co-CEOs, David and Vicky. Incredible insights from thought leaders and thinkers and leaders from throughout staffing and recruiting. So as our gift to you, if you're already a friend of the show, thank you. Keep listening. We'll be here in 2023. And we hope that you would share that message with somebody else on your team this week. Matt, those are the three that we wanted to talk about. Before we wrap up, any other resources on your mind? I want to give you the floor to, to get us out of here on this one. Anything else that you want to share in terms of resources for our friends? Yeah, I'm going to self-serve myself and say Matt Lozar's LinkedIn Live. Um, I don't know if you were going there, Brad, but I will. Um, LinkedIn Live, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Um, talk anything recruitment marketing. So I appreciate if you go over there. They're also archived on the profile. Not easy to find, but um, it can be tough. 
to find the archives, but I appreciate you just going over there to check it out. We talk about recruitment marketing um, in and out of the staffing industry, but they're principles that work anywhere. Um, our CMO, Jeff Stats also has LinkedIn Lives about the automation side. I think that are really helpful. Marketing automation is a huge, huge area of growth in the industry. You could see more companies talking about it. And I just think his webinars are super helpful to help companies get more out of that. Um, so those are those are two other areas I think can really help. How do people find those? If I I let's let's assume I have never watched a LinkedIn live, Matt, what do I do? How do I sign up? How do I find them? It's a great question, Brad. Um, you go to probably my profile, Matt okay. Lowe's are on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, look at my recent activity or my recent posts and just you have to you find your way over there. It's not super simple. I invite people who are connections and staffing or HR. Um, but other than that, you just have to kind of navigate your way over there. Um, it's not like Facebook as easy where if somebody goes live on Facebook, it feels like you get 17 notifications. At least you used to. I think you still go on for LinkedIn live. Yeah, you might. And if you can't find it, I would I would encourage you just to shoot Matt a message on LinkedIn and say, hey, I want to check him out. Can you make sure that you know we're connected and you tag me or can you send me the link to the upcoming one? Um, but yeah, Matt, I, I also know that if let's say that time and day of the week isn't good for you, I usually subscribe to Matt's because it, it is not a good time of the week for me. I will fully tell you, Matt, I, I never watch him live, but I do subscribe and register for most of them because then I get notified when they're done so that I can go back and watch them on my time. So it has that sort of asynchronous learning. So if you're a, a busy executive or you're just busy recruiting, you're calling candidates, it is what it is. You're, you have a lot going on at uh, Tuesday at 11, right, Matt? Yes, Tuesday, 11 Eastern. Tuesday at 11 Eastern. If you're busy and you know that, I would still encourage you to sign up just like I do, because then you'll get prompted when Matt's done and then you can watch it on your time. You can listen on the treadmill. You can listen on your morning commute the next day, whatever works best for you. Friends, those are the four resources for you to check out by the end of the year. We hope that you will. Matt, it's been a heck of a journey, man. We're almost done with uh, 2022 here. Crazy, crazy to say, but it's been a heck of a journey. We got one more show before 2023. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we'd love to know. Please message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn and share your thoughts with us. If you have a question for us, you could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking, or you can email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we're here to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators and be sure you tell them that Insights sent you. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.